I know what you're thinking. Models don't know anything. Models are not that smart. Models are just vain and they're looking for attention and they just fill up my Instagram feed with pictures that I don't want and I don't like them. Well, you know what? You're wrong because this girl here is a model. I may not do it full time, but I've been signed with an agency and you know what? Even if you're not signed with an agency, you can still be a model too because modeling is definitely stemmed from confidence and that confidence has made me a better leader. Never thought that those things would go hand in hand. Never thought that getting involved in modeling and modeling for the last three years would make me a better leader and in turn, naval officer. It's the darndest thing, but it happened. And I am facing my biggest fears every single day to continue to put myself out there for the greater good, to shatter stereotypes that women can't do both. And I want to walk through today exactly how modeling has changed the game for me. Thank goodness it's come into my life because, you know, there are some women that dream about becoming a model their entire life and they look at Sports Illustrated and Victoria's Secret and they have all these hopes and dreams and they fly out to New York and they go to casting calls. And there's other little girls like me who, you know, were just really pumped to be on the honor society and (laughs) didn't grow up thinking about modeling. But we all eventually come to this path in life where we want to develop personally. That is where I found modeling. I found it as an opportunity to be better. And I'm sharing with you guys today exactly how modeling made me a more confident leader. Lots of misunderstandings here, but I want to set the record straight on exactly what modeling has done for me because I'm very grateful that this came across my path and honestly, I can't wait to explore it more. So here we go, guys. I'm going to get into how modeling made me a more confident leader. What's up, world? It's your host, Kelly Hall, and I'm back with another episode of Misunderstood. I'm feeling extra inspired because this morning I woke up and I had been featured on the Sports Illustrated Instagram, which was super cool. Um, To be honest, I didn't even cry. I've I've just like been in shock for about six hours now. Um, But you might be asking how did that happen? Where did this start? And I decided to pursue this journey of Sports Illustrated Swim. I feel like in the last few years, especially the magazine has changed so much and the brand has changed a lot. And I'm just always looking for an opportunity to spread like a platform or positive message and be with like-minded women I've always, like whether it was me participating in pageants or me participating in Bumble or now me going down this path of Sports Illustrated, I always seem to find that. Like I'm looking, I'm seeking for like-minded brands and people. So the idea was brought up to me by my trainer, Craig, a couple of weeks ago, and he was like, I think that you should do this. I'm like, no. You know, just immediately that self-doubt creeped in because these women are – insane like okay you you have to know like olivia colpo olivia jordan like these huge models i've been following who also did pageants they went on to 
be in Sports Illustrated in the last two years. Not to mention like these other huge, huge, huge names um, of models. And so, I mean, in my brain, I'm like, absolutely not. That's terrifying. And I told him, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to do some research and see. So that night and like the next couple of days, I went on their Instagram. I went online. I went on some of the models' Instagrams and just to see like what the entire brand was about because I've always known about it. I just didn't look through the lens of myself and to see if like I would be a good option for this super huge brand. Um, so anyways, I've kind of been cultivating this for a few weeks now. Um, and I'm like, wow, this, this is a really good fit for me. It's a good fit for my brain and what I want and who I'm trying to impact and what I do and the fitness and the modeling. And so I just took this plunge and, um, on the Sports Illustrated website, they have like an enter SI swim surge button. So like a week ago, they opened it. It, let me tell you again, talk about insanity. I mean, Craig brought this up three weeks ago or so, and Based on the swimsuit search last year, it was in last July. So I was like, oh, that means it probably won't be until July 2021 because July 2020 has already happened. Nope. It was a week and a half later. So boom, following them on Instagram and they released this like, hey, enter swim search. And I, I just started following them and following the company really, really closely. So, so anyways – um, you know, I took the plunge, I created an account, enter SI Swim Search, and they're doing this campaign right now called hashtag feel good fuel. It's sponsored by Vita Coco, like the coconut water. So to my complete surprise, I, you know, he posted under this campaign last week, you know, displaying both sides of being in the military, being a model, being in a swimsuit. And it got reposted by Sports Illustrated. And then it got reposted by the editor-in-chief of Sports Illustrated. And I was like, what is happening in this universe right now? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Um, and then today I woke up and again, I had submitted something to them for their swimsuit search and for this hashtag feel good fuel and I woke up to find myself on their Instagram as one of the featured submissions, highlighting me and my words and their 2 million followers. And I was like, what? <laughs> I can't even process little Kelly Hall, you know, from back in the day being like, oh, someday you're going to be posted on their Instagram. And this sounds like such a, a minor thing. Like, oh, it's on their Instagram. But I am pursuing the swimsuit search. Um, I'm creating a video, planning to submit it online to them. So that way, hopefully, the editor-in-chief sees it and says, whoa, is this girl um, or woman, rather. And ultimately, I just want to make a difference, right? And I really did not think modeling would change much about me. I mean, like, what are you doing when you model? You're just in front of a camera, right? Like that's what everyone thinks. And I think that's the huge misunderstanding right off the bat is one that it's about vanity. If you're a model, you're just trying to be in front of a camera. You're trying to look at photos of yourself. You care a ton about what you look like. You're very self-involved. 
And for me especially, that was never, ever, ever what it's been about becoming a model. I mean, I always loved being in the public eye, whether it was like theater as a kid, um, doing the school news, things like that. But I think in turn, when I reflect on all these things, it's because I loved having like a platform. I loved spreading awareness. I loved finding my voice. And I actually found a really big voice through modeling because it was such a different avenue for me. So that's exactly what I want to get in today. All of that to say that modeling really has made me a more confident leader in and out of uniform. And it sounds insane. Like, what did modeling teach you about the Navy? It's what it kind of turned me into later, this confidence that I built over time. So I'm going to lay out a few things of how modeling has made me a more confident leader. And this is for you modeling hopefuls out there, but also just for those of you who may not understand, you know, you still don't really get the whole modeling thing. You don't get posing in front of a camera or working or collaborating or doing this full time you don't understand that adrenaline rush or the reason behind it. So that is where I want to set the record straight. Now, let me give you some background as well of me. Like I said, little baby Kelly as a kiddo, I never ever pursued any kind of modeling. I mean, guys, come on. You've heard my stories of me. Like I, I in freaking elementary school, I chopped all my hair off to look like a boy because I was, quite frankly, playing a boy in a play. I was Oliver and Oliver Twist. And, I, you know, I had other boys pointing at me and laughing at me and people making fun of me or they were confusing me as a boy. And I was like, you know, oh, I didn't know whether to be embarrassed or to be proud because I had, like, beat out all these other boys for the part. And then I had braces for five years. I mean, I didn't get them off until my senior year of high school. So, I mean, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th. Like, I had braces the entire time. So, while other girls have these, like, perfect pearly whites and they're posing in their MySpace photos, I had this, like, disgusting gummy look to my smile and braces that took over my entire mouth. Wasn't the cutest in the world. I mean, grateful. Like, my parents thought I was adorable. Thank God. Um, But... I wasn't. I wasn't the cutest. I was also like super scrawny. I was tiny. I was a runner, yes, later in high school, but I was always like stick, stick skinny. No curves, no shape. I mean, I don't even feel like I had curves until like a year ago, if I'm being honest. I'm almost 28 years old. So all that to say, like I was not this person that's like, someday I'm going to be the next Cindy Crawford. I was like, well, hopefully someday I look okay. Jeez, I don't know what's going on over here. God spent a little extra time pouring the ugly juice in my blend. Like, I don't know. But even as I grew older, you know, when I pursued the Naval Academy, got into the Naval Academy, later graduated. When I was living in San Diego, I mean, I started my photography business, but I was behind the camera. I was not modeling. I was not in front of the camera. Very, very few times. I felt like I'd always been kind of photogenic, but never enough where I was like, this is something I should definitely pursue, you know, just like, oh, it's cool to have that skill smile, you know, but that was it. So yeah, it's, it's nothing I grew up 
thinking about or had posters of my wall. I mean, I had a poster of Katie Couric on my wall because I wanted to be a news anchor. You know, that was my goal. Not um, Sports Illustrated or Victoria's Secret or anything like that. Um, So I think that's one thing that I kind of love is that I just never expected to do it. So fast forward into adulthood, into my 20s. And you guys have heard me talk about this before. I, I had the confidence in myself finally to do Miss Ohio USA. And when I saw the commercial and I was like, that's a cool idea to like meet people. And I decided to pursue Miss Ohio USA. Don't know where that extra dose of confidence came from that day, but thank God, God sent it my way because it changed my entire life. I ended up competing in Miss Ohio USA in the fall of 2016. You've all heard the story, but what came from that was there was a sponsor for Miss Ohio USA and it was this modeling agency, New View Models and Talent or New View Model Management back then. And um, the owner and one of the agents, Chester, he came up and like spoke to the group and kind of again, I was like, nah, like I've never wanted to pursue that. Models are vain. I don't know. And I didn't think anything about it. But about six weeks after I competed, so it's about December 2016, I had either gotten like a flyer or a mail out or an email or something to jog my memory. And it was from Nuvio. And I kid you not, I had had such an amazing time doing Miss Ohio USA on a whim. It ended up being the most growing experience for me at that time of 24. So when I saw this email from Nuvio, I was like, well, who knows what kind of doors this will open? You know, like Miss USA, Miss Ohio USA opened several doors for me. This could also open doors for me. And I remember I was in a hotel room in Cincinnati thinking about this and pondering. And I'm like, am I crazy for like pursuing these different things? I don't know. Like, who is this person that has all this confidence? And I kind of felt the same way. Like, if I don't do it, I'm potentially missing a really big opportunity. If I do pursue it and nothing comes of it, then fine. That's totally fine. You know, at least I pursued it. So I ended up reaching out to the agency and just said like, hey, I competed. I was top 15 and I was interested in pursuing this agency potentially. Um, And I got an interview with their director and drove down to Cincinnati really, really late at night and sat with them. And, you know, they kind of just pitched what it would be like to work with the agency. And as I mentioned, it was just such an amazing experience to go through that with with pageants in Miss Ohio. I was like, well, here's another opportunity to pursue something incredibly different than what I'm doing in the Navy. So long story short, drove down again for another casting, drove down again. And then they had like several weeks of classes. I think it was three months to be exact. So I went through all three months of classes and I was so new to Ohio that it was totally fine for me because I didn't have any friends yet. So I had um, maybe like four to five friends, but that's what my Saturdays were from January to May. I was doing my classes and at the end of that process, you sit down with the agent and the agent kind of reviews your classes and decides if they're going to sign you. So through the process, shout out to Rose McClymans, shout out to Mariah Payne, 
met two of these awesome boss babes and we went to classes together, drove down together, things like that. Um, And I just could tell that it was very parallel to my pageant experience of like-minded women and women trying to do something more. I mean, Rose is a civil engineer building bridges and then here she is in my acting class. And I was like, hey, you know, like I loved that. I love that it wasn't just all these, you know, women just trying to make it big and no get famous. It was just like, oh, I want to do something different for myself. So that gave me like a really positive first impression of getting into modeling. And then um, obviously I ended up getting signed, which is super awesome. Thanks, Chester. But I just really had no idea still what was going to come from it. And at this point, I had lots of training, been in front of a camera. I learned how to do my makeup. Um, you know, I learned specific things about go and casting calls. But I wasn't thinking like, oh, this is definitely going to redefine me or change me. So after about two years of being involved with this agency – I started getting really involved. I mean, I was working with the Bath and Body Works for their catalog. I did several shoots with skincare companies. Um, Before I left Ohio, because the agency was out of Ohio, I actually got to shoot a commercial with Secret Deodorant, and I was the stand-in for Camila Mendez, which was super cool. Um, Who had any idea that I looked like Camila Mendez? Apparently I do. Um, So I got to work with a celebrity and be on set. And, you know, the experiences were just so, so different than what I was experiencing in the Navy. So that's going to be like your first takeaway. If you're doing something that's completely different than your day job, you're probably doing something right. Because you're not going to get other experiences, new ideas, innovations, or a newfound confidence if you're doing the same thing every single day. So I loved how different it was from the Navy. That was really a huge exposure to me already of this whole life of creative people and um, working in the media and the industry, like so, so different than when I was experiencing the Navy. So that's made me definitely have a way more open mind to the world and a lot more respect for people in that industry. Um, But next – You know, I started noticing, especially after all those classes, showing up at casting calls, photo shoots, I became very self-aware. I started carrying myself way more confident than I had before. And by confident, I mean not arrogant, not vain. I mean, if I'm in front of a camera, I'm starting to know what to do. I know how to move my body. I know how to look. I know how to feel confident. I know how to do my makeup. Like I knew all of these things. And you might say like, I don't know how that's going to apply to my life. You know, I work for Google. Who cares? Well, I was working in PR recruiting for the Navy and all of a sudden finding myself doing lots of classroom presentations, being able to put myself together before these presentations not finding it so scary to stand in front of a classroom or sometimes I was, you know, at a speaking event with 10,000 girls and I had already done scary things that made me feel vulnerable. So that feeling wasn't so new anymore. I felt way, way more confident. Um, I was also recording videos all the time online for recruiting for my Instagram, my recruiting Instagram at Lieutenant Hall. I was posting program information and how to join the Navy and 
the I was able to carry myself in a way that looked really professional instead of stuttering or having shadows or not knowing what you know good videography looked like because I had been exposed to that in my modeling career so far. And then I also got asked to do See It Live, which is a sideline show for the Army-Navy game uh, hosted by America's Navy on their Facebook page. So we were doing Facebook Lives all throughout the game, and I was holding a mic, and I was standing on the side of the, you know, the field, and I was updating viewers and telling stories. And when I showed up to the Army-Navy game in Philadelphia in 2017, when they asked me to host the show, I mean, I it was like second nature. You know, I had never hosted a sideline show before, but all that work I'd been doing in front of the camera or, you know, going to those classes for acting or practicing for commercials, boom, just paid off right there because they were like, you're a natural in front of the camera. And I was like, I've been working on it, (laughs) you know, Um, but whether the smallest of things of giving a brief to the biggest of things like hosting a sideline show, that definitely gave me extra confidence. You know, it was no longer like I was fearful to be in front of other people or I'm a little insecure or I don't know if I'm doing this right. I was like, nope, I got it. And I just felt a lot more confident, but that took time, obviously. But modeling helped a lot with that confidence for sure. Because again, it exposed me to something completely new. And once I felt like I had reached a level where I could be proud of myself, I was ready to take on the world by that part. So that goes into my next point, which is the confidence to show up and just own it. I mean, I, you know, I showed up to see it live, the sideline show, and I was like, let's do this thing. But there were still several points, you know, to come. Even after that, I started doing see it live every single year. Um, but just recently in 2019, my agent called me, said that they were interested in having me as a stand-in for the secret commercial and I would be shadowing a celebrity, standing in for a celebrity. And for those of you that don't know, a stand-in is essentially when they pay you to do all the shots that like, the celebrity doesn't want to do. <laughs> um, their time is very valuable, and they're not going to stand out there all day. Like The commercial we shot was 25, 30 seconds, um, but it was a full day of work, 8 a.m. to you know 4 p.m. So I stand in. You know, holding the product or the cue cards or um, I stand in front of the lights to make sure the lighting is perfect. I do the walking and different maneuvers for the camera so that we can make sure it's perfect for Camila. How to do all of those things and showing up right away to like a full set of people, seeing the secret deodorant stuff, seeing Camila Mendez, seeing her director share with her name on it. I was like, whoa, I am way underprepared for this. And that insecurity started kicking in. Like, you know, I'm I'm not with Wilhelmina models over here. Like, how do I know what I'm doing is right? <laughs> you know, I've only been modeling for two years. And I'm, even at that, like, I do it on the side. I don't know what I'm doing. And then I did it. And then I showed up and I talked with the cast and crew and I worked with the directors. And I brought to the table what I had had so far, which was confidence, patience, the ability to listen and an open mind. And so throughout that day, albeit very intimidating, I listened and I did it. And no one was like, who's this newbie? I don't know who you are. But 
I learned that I had the capability to do that. I really proved it to myself. So with the Navy, especially, like I get put in various roles all the time. I mean, one day I'm a surface warfare officer leading on a ship. The next day they're like, you're going to Columbus, Ohio to do recruiting. The next day they're telling me I'm a medical recruiter. The next day they're telling me I'm an officer in charge here in Hollywood. Like my role just like I take on little things here and there. I take on big roles here and there. But as an officer, you just have to show up to the plate and be ready for it. And modeling helped give me that same experience but in a very extreme way that's so different than what I have in the Navy. And through each of those little, little milestones, which sometimes are big milestones, every time you do that, you are learning something new about yourself. You're walking away and saying, I just did that. I totally just did that. And so like that night I'm driving home from Cincinnati after that secret deodorant shoot with Camila Mendez. And I was like, I totally just did that. Like pat on the back over here. That's so wild. Who would have ever thunk? And so that carries into my life in the Navy as well or other leadership roles or even pageantry. You know, I become a lot less terrified to go on stage for Miss California USA because I'm like, well, haven't died so far. So something seems to be working. So I just keep putting myself in these scenarios where I'm growing Now, next, talk about growth. I mean, there's so much to learn from the modeling industry. And one of the things I've learned is the networking, the networking, the business mind. And the reason why this has made me a better leader is because it's trickled over again into my naval career. Um, Working in recruiting, a lot of it is about networking, reaching out, connecting with people, meeting professors, um, you know, people who work at the universities who can give you referrals. The list goes on. But networking is so important. And being a model, I realized how often people need them, (laughs) you know, whether it's businesses, boutiques, things like that. Like I started saying like, hey, would you be interested in doing collaboration or photographers? Hey, would you be interested in doing collaboration with this boutique? And I got my name out in Columbus very, very far because I was just doing so many different collaborations, which in turn helped me with sponsorships, which in turn helped me with social media and marketing. And that in turn helped me with recruiting because I learned a lot about business and social media and branding through modeling and through the businesses that I was connecting with, which led to me creating this Navy account at Lieutenant Hall and now I have a following of over 40,000 on my Lieutenant Hall account, but I train sailors about branding, networking, and how to market themselves. That is one of the things I do in the Navy now. I never went to a class on it. <laughs> I never took a class on branding, social media, marketing, collaborations, anything like that. I just kind of hit the street with my skills, the skills I had gained in modeling, the confidence that I had. And I was like, who wants to collaborate with me? And started learning things the hard way, all through trial and error. And I'm so grateful I did because now I'm able to give a better presentation and product to the Navy so that way others understand how to collaborate in order to help recruiting. So that was kind of unexpected. I mean, I didn't realize like once you've gained a skill like modeling, which it is a skill, a lot of people want to work with you. 
And, you know, yes, I, I do get paid, but some of the times, you know, I was looking for projects to build my portfolio or different looks or practice, which is huge. So I wasn't charging for a lot of those different shoots and, but it helped me make a connection or it helped me build a sponsorship or maybe it helped me gain a bit of a following because I was partnering with this business. So that sort of networking was absolutely huge and vital. And I'm so grateful that I got to taste that through modeling. And last, I think that a lot of you are really terrified to do something that has a stigma or is completely out of your wheelhouse. I mean, if you are, you know, an engineer, what do you have to bring to the table if you know how to model? You don't think those things go hand in hand. Well, let me tell you, I didn't think it went hand in hand to be a model and a naval officer. <laughs> At what point were most my skills going to be useful? Well, now apparently a lot. <laughs> it's helped me a lot as a naval officer because I've learned so much through the modeling industry. But an Another thing that contributed to me as a leader was becoming fearless. Maybe not particularly because of modeling alone, but because I did something scary. And doing something scary the first time makes it easier to do something scary the second time. And then do something scary the third time. And then the fourth time. And then you realize, oh, wait, I got through one, two, three, four things that made me terrified and I survived. So what else can I do now? Where else can I push the envelope? What else can I apply to? What can I do to make my life feel valuable, to really push my purpose out into the world? And that is what has happened with me because through every bit of my life and this process of me developing, I was terrified at one point. I mean, like I said, I had this newfound confidence to apply for Miss Ohio USA in 2016. Still don't know where that came from. But modeling was scary. Showing up, driving to Cincinnati. Like, I was like, mm, I don't know if I should do that. But then I had that little voice that was like, it's because you don't know what's going to come of it. And then actually getting signed with the agency. And then sometimes getting casting calls are daunting. Like, with Secret, I almost turned – that casting down because I was like, I don't think I'm ready for that. And I was like, no, I'm going to do it, even though it's scary. And I did it and I succeeded. And same thing with Miss California. I didn't like, I didn't know if I was ready for that. That seemed super scary. Second most competitive state in the country. Did that, got runner up. Now, you know, as I mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, Craig mentioned SI Swimsuit and said I should do it. And my first reaction was, that's scary super, super scary. But over time, I've built this callus to that feeling of scary. And the callus is called fearless. I'm becoming more and more fearless over time because I have survived all of these moments that have made me scary. There's huge misunderstanding that modeling is about vanity. It's about seeing yourself on screen about looking good, feeling good. But let's emphasize feeling good. You're feeling good for you. You're feeling good and you're building your own confidence. And modeling has made me more confident 
than almost any other thing I've done because modeling led me to my confidence in pageantry, which led me to my confidence in public speaking, which has helped me find my purpose in motivational speaking and starting this podcast. It all starts and it's rooted somewhere. So think again if you think models are just doing it for the Instagram likes, the following, the magazine covers. There is a lot underneath the surface of those beautiful models and a big part of it is being fearless. Thanks, guys. Hey, world. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have 10 seconds of your time, please consider going to rate my podcast on iTunes. You can find me on iTunes and Spotify and also follow me on Instagram at misunderstood.podcast or at Kelly Renee Hall. I love hearing from you guys. I love feedback, insight, and I appreciate you tuning in week by week. Thanks so much. And I appreciate you continuing to find out how we can get a better understanding of ourselves.